This is a podcast review from E. Ramsey, and they say, quote, I got hooked on the Be Still and Be Loved podcast during my third pregnancy this fall. Learning to breathe, rest, calm my body, and dwell on truth with Elisa's leading ultimately helped me prepare for an amazing natural labor and delivery with my son. I also walked daily to the Revving the Word messages as my belly grew larger and larger. I was able to stay active and energized until the very end. You don't believe me? Well, I fell in love with the name Ira for our son, which means watchful one, after listening over and over again to episode 397, Awake, Active, and Alive. Thank you, Revelation Wellness team, for all you do to bring truth and encouragement in a challenging yet gentle way. I can't recommend this podcast enough. If you're looking for fitness inspiration, you'll find it here, but also so much more. E. Ramsey, thank you for leaving that podcast review. And you know what? We would love to send you a love greater than fear package. So be sure to reach out to uh, info at revelationwellness.org. Let us know that we read your review on the air and we will get that out to you. We would love it if you would leave a review now. If you haven't left one, please take a minute to do so. It truly is a way of giving back to the ministry if you've been receiving here. Um, imagine someone else is someone else is going to resonate with your testimony as people do read the reviews of a podcast as well as it signifies to iTunes and to any podcast provider that this podcast matters. So thank you for doing that. And you never know, if I read your review on the air, we will send you a love greater than fear package. All right, we have a revving the word for you today because it's Monday. It's a good day to have a good day with a good God inside your good body. So enjoy it, get free, stay free, set others free, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. <laughs> Come on, a little bit of fun. Everyone, fun. Happy feet. Smile. Tell your body where to go. Give it some direction. Your body is the container for the glory of the Lord. If you're having a hard time letting the glory come out, maybe shift gears. Just go for a walk. Right? It's a good time, you guys. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is the mark of the kingdom. Have some fun. Speaking of fun, today we're going to press in to this concept of sacrifices. You guys, we are living in a time where we will be living sacrifices every day. Come on. I told this to you guys before. And every night, how wise would it be of us to hit the pillows and say, reflect upon our day and be able to pull out the times that we had to, we needed the Lord. We needed his wisdom, we needed his insight, we needed his mercy, we needed his grace. We needed the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Come on. And that doesn't mean we throw Bible bombs at people. 
run for cover. Hope we don't get hit by the shrapnel. No? It means we're willing to go into the fire. That's what sacrifices do. They go into the fire every day. Now, come on, I know that's who you are. You are the people for this. You are here right now, elevating your heart rate, feeling a little pinch in your thighs, in your lungs. Come on. This is good. Right? We're making manifest, making matter of what matters most to us, which actually we're feeling the cost of the sacrifice. And here's what we know about sacrifices. It pays off. It pays off. Now we don't do it to get the payoff. We do it because we know it's best. Period. Not to hedge our bets. Just because it's best. There are some things you will sacrifice that you will never understand for the payoff was. But if anything, it kept you obedient. Because God says in his word in 1 Samuel, Samuel that he requires obedience. Obedience greater than sacrifice. So that means it's possible to make sacrifices without seeking the heart of God or wanting to please his heart. That's what obedience is. That's what worship is. I please God's heart. Everyone say that. I please God's heart. I live to please God's heart. Because when we please God's heart, our heart will be pleased. <laughs> we are connected to him. That oneness. Yeah. We are entangled with God, and we should be so entangled that we're caught up in him. Lost in him. Not the world, and not anything else. Scale of one to ten, be a six, seven, you can feel your breath. You have to open your mouth to breathe. God, we welcome you here. Holy Spirit, teach us. Build us. Build us on God's grace and truth. Build it in us, God. Grace and truth. Everyone say that. Because that's going to take sacrifices to live in grace and truth. When I say go, you'll hear it. You can push up, quicken your feet, have some joy, see the flame of God. Turn up a little higher. Set, go. Come on, go. Sacrifices require fire. Come on. Let's see, here's the thing. See, we have to be clear about our motives to be here. Like I said, it's possible to give God a sacrifice and yet your heart be far from Him. 
just go through the motion. Just wrote Christianity. No, no. Pleasing his heart. I'm going to go quiet. And I want you just to get a thought. What does it look like in your life to please God in your marriage, to please God in your workspace, to please God in your parenting, in your relationships and family? What does it look like, God? Show us. We want to please your heart. Because if we have a vision, we will know what to burn for. Three, two, one, go. Increase effort. Get a vision, get a vision. back. Well done. Yeah. Come on. That's a big part. Vision. I'm going to read some scripture. Second Chronicles, verse 1. I love the book of Chronicles. I'm just in it right now. Just reviewing the history of God's people. Their movement from captivity to freedom. I love it. So, Solomon, the son of David, David, the mighty warrior, a man of war. Some of you, you are the man of war, you are the woman of war, you are ground zero for your families. You've been fighting the principalities of evil, the weapons that are not flesh and blood because how dare you take God at his word? How dare you create a new legacy for your family? Come on. And when you do that, it's going to be bloody. And you're not going to do it perfectly. Oh God, I love. This is how we know the Bible is true. If that was written by man, they would keep out the messy stories. They would keep out the stories of folly. But no, God said, keep it all there. People find themselves in it. Yeah? Right? Obedience. It's not a perfect line. But it is a course, a destination in one direction. I'm following God. And I'm going to mess up sometimes. I don't plan my failures. When I do have them, they're for my progress, they're for my completion, for my knowledge to know I need growth there, I need grace there. And that's a man of war, a woman of war, right? So Solomon is the son of David. He's riding on the benefits and the rewards of his father who sought God's heart. So this is a legacy thing. God fully intends to continue the blessings. Everyone, can I get an amen? He has no plan B other than to increase and multiply good. Come on. 
The enemy tries to get us to think otherwise, to think lowly of God and high of ourselves. So Solomon has established himself as the king of his kingdom. His father's dead, David's dead. And it says in verse 1, Second Chronicles 1, And the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Receive that for your life. That the Lord your God is with you. And he desires to make you exceedingly great. Everyone, quick feet. So go for little quicker steps. Your heart rate will go up a little bit. Work at that eight. <laughs> right? Yeah, work it out. Working out our salvation. Fear and trembling. The Lord his God is with him and made him exceedingly great. Listen, I will, I want to tear down the gospel that is about my personal development. The gospel is for me, but not about me. But in the for, in being for me, it needs to develop me. Why? So that people of the earth would see my good works <laughs> that's only been done by grace through faith and the sacrificial living so that it could glorify God. I do not believe in the prosperity gospel, but I do believe that it is His heart to prosper those who obey, to prosper those who are willing to burn in the fire, in the furnace of faithfulness. If you could, would you please? How many LMCs are capturing an ass? One hits, they do their little do for just a day or two, but then they never last. All right. Little steps, quick, quick, quick. The floor is hot. The floor is the bronze altar. I'm going to talk about that in a second. So from verse 2 to 4, we see Solomon gathers all Israel, commanders, hundreds and thousands of commanders, judges, leaders, heads of father houses. And he gathers them to come with him to the high place at Gibeon, the tented meeting of God that Moses used was there. And Solomon's like, come on, leaders. This is how you know a good leader. A leader leads leaders. He says, come on. Everyone, leading, let's lead out. We're going to make some sacrifices to our good and gracious God. Verse 5, moreover, the bronze altar that Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, had made, was there in Gibeon at the tabernacle of the Lord. I want you to see Solomon goes, you know what's there? We need to go to Gibeon because there's also a bronze altar there. I want you to think of the bronze altar. It's a big fire pit. <laughs> it's basically a big barbecue pit. 
Seriously, it's bronze, and he's big, and it's to make sacrifices on. And Bezalel, Bezalel, the son of Uri, created it. I love it. Gather the creatives, everyone. I love it. I think in the Bible, when the first people to have the Spirit of the Lord on them is the creatives. Those are going to create. <laughs> so Solomon and the assembly, all these leaders, sought out this bronze altar. Verse 6. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tent of meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. Thousand burnt offerings. Accelerate 20 seconds. Go. Remember, get a vision and be willing to burn for it. Burn for it. The vision that God gives you is going to require obedience, which means plenty of sacrifices along the way. Y'all, you want to lose what's weighing you down? <laughs> it's all the things you think you need to have or be blessed with or knowledge of before you will follow God. First thing to go on the bronze altar. By the way, bronze biblically represents man's strength. Man's strength. Human strength. We're going to take our human strength first thing on the altar. Sacrifice it for your vision. Pride. Pride. Lifting up yourself or thoughts higher than God. Go, accelerate. Three, two, pull back 10 seconds. <laughs> cool. Cool down a bit. Three, two, go. 30 seconds. Go. You're going to need to keep going. You're going to listen to your breath. Have the vision. It's got to be more than for you to be personally developed. Listen, your character is part of this, <laughs> but it's not the goal. Jesus, glorified. People are dying and need to hear this word. Recover. Okay. Whew. So Solomon established himself as a king. I want you guys to see this. The Lord wants to establish you. The Lord is establishing you. Remember I said some of you are ground zero, some of you are 
men of war, women of war. It's been bloody battle. I'm one of them. I want you to see on your shirt right now. You know, we see these brands that say whatever their name, established whatever year. Right now, every one of you, I want you to see your name on your shirt. Just use your mind's eye. Your full name on your shirt. And then that E-S-T-A-B period, established. And the year of your birth. Now run, walk, head up, look to him, no shame. So good. So Solomon begins his establishment with worship. Worship. Come on. <laughs> A thousand burnt offerings. Before he even lifts a stone to build, he burns. Before he builds, he burns. Come on. Hey, guys. I did a little bit of math. I tried to do some commentary to see how long would a thousand burnt offerings take. Burnt offering meant it was going to be a bloody sacrifice. There was meat. There was blood. Killing involved. And back in ancient times, to kill an animal. Let's see, what would that be like for you today? To just take more than you are comfortable with out of your savings. More than you are comfortable with out of your retirement. Some of you, I mean, it would wipe you out. The very thing we cling to to say, I am God and there is no other, that's the thing God says. We're going to put that on the altar. So why don't you take a minute? Because we said the first thing we're putting on the altar is pride. I am God and there is no other. That thought that we are smarter, no better. So what is that? What thought is it? What lie is it that you lift up higher than the knowledge of God? Use your mouth. And then see the lactic acid burn of your body, putting it on the altar. Make your offering. One thing causes you to think, I am God and there is no other. Come on. Oh. Look at you losing weight. Look at you losing weight. Yes. Making 1,000 burn offerings. So God can build. Build, God. I'll burn. You build. I'll burn, God. You build. Say it. I'll burn, God. You build.
Good job. Yeah, Lord. Listen to me. There's no way around this. Sacrifice is part of the deal of walking in the Spirit and receiving the blessings of God. We don't do it to get the reward. We do it to give Him the glory. And then the reward comes. It's like the pinata, the glory of God, busts open, gets revealed, and down come the blessings. He rewards those who seek Him. And those who seek Him leave a trail of ashes as they follow God. Can you see that? A trail of ashes. Good job. Come on. Breathe. Isn't that true? Come on, come on. Lift, lift your face, everyone. Open your face. This is good news. That trail of ashes. As we follow God, He rewards those who seek Him. And those who seek Him leave a trail of ashes as they follow. Come on. My kids are going to follow the trail of ashes. But their sight their eyes will be on the glory. Come on. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar to his own human strength, faced it down before the Lord and said, God, you're better. You're better. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Well done sacrifices. There were two kinds of sacrifices. There were unbloody and the bloody. Unbloody and bloody. Unbloody sacrifices. We're making offerings of grain or drink. You can pull back. We're just going to recover. Ease into the finish of this. On a scale of one to ten, be a seven or an eight, whatever gives you room to open your face, widen your heart, soften your shoulders, take deep breath. So let me ask you this. These were bloody sacrifices, costly, costly sacrifices. What are you quitting today that will cost you? Come on. Oh, you 
And let's think about this. If you really look at these things, because they're really just sin, <laughs> we try to dress them up as virtue. And it's really just sin. Because if God's asking for something, we gotta sacrifice that. And we're trying to hold on to it. It's just sin, it's weighing us down. It's costing us. And so we quit it. But a lot of us spend so much time and energy on things that aren't eternal. And that's why in this community, we want you well. We want you of good conscience, clear conscience, pure heart, clear mind, sober. Yeah, and if you do that, the choices you make when it comes to your body health, they're not gonna be a conundrum to you. Come on, we gotta lift our head, think higher, and give away these things that we say, if only you would do this, God, then I'll let you be God. Come on, we can do this, friends. And it is costly. So I'm gonna go quiet and I want you just to see his face towards you. His empathy, his compassion, his mercy. He hung on the cross. He is the propitiation for our sin. He is the lamb, the bloody offering that took away the sins of the world. And now, our offerings glorify Him. Sacrifice. Nothing new will come into your life without a sacrifice. new comes into my life without sacrifice. Nothing good of heaven's good comes into my life without sacrifice. Obedience to God's goodness. Well done. Good job. I'm in, I don't know what is going on with me, but you can hang around. Hopefully you'll catch my fire. But I am enthralled by the delight that comes when you give up the thing that you, you just know it's not producing fruit in your life. It's weighing you down. It's clouding your mind, whatever that might be. For some of us, it's just ruminating on the story of pain or ruminating on the lie. We give more attention to the lie, the anxiety and the fear than we do God. 
And that's just misdirected worship. Because worship is to pour yourself, pour yourself out over and over, a thousand times over like Solomon. A thousand times. Times a thousand, times a thousand. And we pour ourselves out. We're saying you're worth it. You're worthy of it all, God. Worthy of it all. I'll tell you what. Those are the people he entrusts himself with. Those who can say, like Paul, I consider it all rubbish. I will put it all on that altar right now and watch it burn for the sake of knowing God. If this this thing is keeping me from the knowledge of God and the revelations of his heart for my life and my legacy and my family and my family's family, put it on the altar. Let it burn. Come on. You guys, we cannot be people that show up and do these workouts and get a nice little calorie burn and we miss the bigger purpose as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord. As we renew our minds, not to conform, but to be transformed so that we would know His perfect and pleasing will. There it is, obedience. So that we would know what is He calling me to in obedience and that is what I will do. Let me tell you, the first first few minutes of obedience will just feel terrible. (laughs) It just will. And then you'll take a breath. You'll fill your lungs. You'll lift your head. And you will be filled with more of the measure of God. When we give away the very thing we say, this is what a sacrifice is, the very thing that we say, creates comfort, security, safety, belonging, knowledge, identity for us. That's the thing. He goes, "Ah, I love you too much to leave you that sin sick. There's no way around it. Sacrifice is part of the deal of walking in the Spirit and receiving the blessings of God. He rewards those who seek Him. And those who seek Him leave a trail of ashes as they follow God. (laughs) Beauty for ashes. So God, we thank you. Thank you for the picture of Solomon who is just beginning his reign in gold. He is just beginning. Solomon hasn't even asked for wisdom yet, God. But preparing this sacrifice made a way. The fact that he was willing to sacrifice. God, Solomon could have stood on his name He could have just rode the coattails of his father, but instead he did as his father did. (laughs) And yet he was an imperfect man. Thank you for the grace of your word. Thank you that you pull no punches. Thank you that you tell it to us straight because you are a good God, a father who cannot lie. You shoot it to us straight and your love comes straight for our hearts that have been broken because of loss. Thank you for how you make things new in us. Teach us, God, the joy of sacrifice. As we consider today what it is we are quitting, what are we giving up? And God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would continue to remind the person, the listener that knows exactly what needs to go on the altar of their human strength. And thank you that you know exactly what they're going to say even before they said it, and that you will remind them 
<laughs> endlessly remind them, not to shame them, but that they might know your glory and return and return and return time and time again. Thank you, God, for this time. Do an abundantly more work in us as we have breathed and moved and had our being here with you. Make the word flesh in us. In Jesus' name, amen.